Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful people and kindle in them the fire of your love. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the most wonderful and mysterious aspects of the Christian faith is who we say God is. God is not simply a singular, detached, static deity, but rather something much more dynamic than that. God is one, yes, but one God in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three distinct persons, each distinguishable from one another, and yet unable to comprehend or unable to be seen without the others. There is no Father without the Son, no Son without the Spirit, no Spirit without the Father. There is but one God. Now, we dedicate an entire Sunday to celebrating this mystery. That's next week. But it seems worth reminding ourselves on this day, when we celebrate the gift of the Holy Spirit. For Christians, for us who have been transformed by the love and grace of Jesus Christ, there can be no talk of God apart from this trinity of persons. The life and witness of Jesus, his death and his resurrection, well, they just don't make sense without it. And so on this day, this Pentecost, when we remember the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the first disciples, I feel a sense of completion. Who God is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, has been revealed to us finally, in its fullness. Now, why is this important? What makes this more than just theological jargon? Well, as we reminded ourselves two weeks back on the Feast of the Ascension, we cannot underestimate how much of a crisis Jesus' departure must have been for his first disciples. Put yourselves in their shoes. The one they had followed as teacher and Lord. The one who upended everything they thought they believed about God and the world and themselves. The one who was arrested before their eyes and then crucified, buried, and then risen alive again after all this heartbreak. All this joy, Jesus ascends. Jesus leaves them. A crisis, surely. And yet, it's a crisis that Jesus had prepared them for. I am going to him who sent me, Jesus tells the disciples in our gospel reading this morning. 
in these words spoken near the end of his earthly life. Because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Before his death and resurrection, before his ascension, Jesus prepares his disciples for life in a new reality. A new reality in which Jesus does not walk and talk and share meals with his disciples. The post-resurrection, post-ascension reality, the reality that you and I live in today. And a reality that I'm guessing most of his first disciples weren't eager to experience. But Jesus goes on. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Jesus is leaving them. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, is coming. And it's here where our faith in the Trinity, I think, however technical it might all sound to us. It's here that our faith in the Trinity offers both the first disciples and us who have followed in their footsteps a great deal of comfort and reassurance. Jesus, God the Son, may be returning to be with his Father, but he will not abandon those who love him. Jesus will not abandon all those whom he came to save, every person and creature on this good earth. For God, the Holy Spirit, the third person of this incredible three-in-one God, is on the way and is poured out on the disciples in dramatic and fiery fashion on the day of Pentecost. And when that happens, the disciples realize that God, the God of their ancestors, the God who created the heavens and the earth and called the people of Israel to be his own, that this God, who, whom they knew so intimately and strangely and in such a new way in Jesus, this God whom Jesus called his Father, that this God, this one living God, is still with them. God is with them in the Holy Spirit, burning in their hearts, opening their lips to proclaim good news to the world. Just as God was with them in Jesus, healing and teaching and blessing. And so, the first disciples begin to live in the power of the Holy Spirit, and the growing church, filled by the Spirit with truth and power, spreads abroad from Jerusalem. And the world has never been the same. But as novel as this experience must have felt to the disciples, and surely it was, it turns out that this Spirit wasn't a new thing. Just take a quick survey of Scripture. 
the Spirit brooding over the waters at the creation of the world, the Spirit emboldening the prophets, inspiring the music of David, descending as something like a dove on Jesus at his baptism, and then driving him out into the wilderness. This Spirit was with the disciples the whole time they followed Jesus. That's the funny thing about the Trinity, where one person is, the other two are as well. And so, Eureka of Eurekas, Jesus isn't gone. Jesus is with his friends just as closely as before, just in a way that feels different to them, in a way that feels different to us. Friends, the Holy Spirit of God is among us here, even on Zoom, closer than the breath that fills our lungs. We do not follow a God who created us and then came to live with us for 30 years, two millennia ago, only to retreat to some heaven and leave us to our own devices. No, God is with us, even today. We are not alone. To attempt to make sense of the last year, to attempt to make sense of any year of our lives, the joys and the sorrows, both the ups and the downs, we must make sense of them in the light of the Spirit, in the light of God's abiding presence with us now. God is not far away. The Holy Spirit is an advocate, a comforter, filling us with the truth, leading us in the right direction. Listen. Listen for the voice of the Spirit. And to know that you are not alone. Jesus has not abandoned you. The world is charged with the grandeur of God, the priest and poet Gerard Manley Hopkins wrote. It will flame out like shining from shook foil. It gathers to a greatness like the ooze of oil crushed. And for all this, nature is never spent, because the Holy Ghost over the bent world broods with warm breast and with, ah, bright wings. God is here. His Spirit is with us. Amen.